Go Your Own Way is brought to you by Overmental.com, the media culture hive mind. Enjoy the adventure. Hey guys, welcome back to Go Your Own Way, the podcast where we cease to exist when you're not listening to us. But every time you click play, we come back into an existence. So we thank you for bringing us back. Yes, thank you listeners for summoning us from the void. Uh, this is Peter. Hi. Hi also joined. Hi, also joined by two other people, as always. He. The one who just said he is Jen. Hi. Hi. Hello. And with the person who just said hello is Eric. Hello, Eric. Uh, hello, everybody. We all sound so sad tonight. Oh. <laughs> Do we? I'm sorry. I'm half a beer in. Maybe that's why. <laughs> and I don't have any Oreos. So maybe that's why. I'm sorry. Uh, boo. Yeah. See, if we were all doing this together in the same place, I feel like we would always have somebody on Oreo duty. <laughs> just, to, just to be sure that at least one person was bringing Oreos. Eh. Nah, alcohol is <laughs> more important. <laughs> Why not both? That's right. Ooh. That's right. So, listeners, last time we start out a story, a long story called Studio Five, a mystery slash puzzle by Aptude Twenty Seven. That's on ChooseYourStory.com if you want to play it as well. We got through the first two chapters of it, um, but we took a break because I think that one went a little over an hour and is usually our limit so we're going to continue studio five tonight i think we should recap for our listeners what happened last time so we're a, we're a film producer you guys have to help me because i don't remember everything we're a film producer <laughs> um this is our first movie that we're producing it's a horror movie there were two actors a male and a female i don't remember their names but they got killed and we spent a lot of time investigating the different areas of the film studio, talking to different people, trying to gather clues about what happened. Um, also, there's a huge storm outside, so we can't leave. No one can leave. And I'm assuming that's the reason why we are responsible for doing the d- detective work. Because we're so good at the things. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, there's also the character Jenny, who... Who has taken it upon herself to be in charge. Yeah, and we think she's the murderer, but I guess we'll see tonight if that's true. <laughs> I don't remember what her actual role was, but seemed to make sense that she took charge of the film set. So you filmy people can tell us what that role probably is. Didn't both of us go to film school, Peter? Yes, we did. Okay. So we should be able to figure it out between the two of us, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. So let's begin chapter three, Path to the Light. Does anyone have a flashlight? The studio lobby is instantly swept by darkness. Many of the people in the room begin to push and shove their way into you, screaming for help. Fortunately, Jenny is able to regulate the crew from going insane in minutes. I'll ask again, does anyone have a flashlight that we can use to get around? Jenny asks in desperately. I have one in... My soundstage area, Danny shouts from the darkness. Well, do you think you can get it from here? Jenny asks through the darkness. 
I can try, but I'm going to need some help, Danny shouts from the darkness. I love how every line is followed by in the darkness. <laughs> Just in case you forgot. You try to get your eyes adjusted to the darkness, but to your dismay, no luck. You quickly search your pockets for your cell phone to use it as a light. Okay, everyone, shouts Jenny from the darkness. <laughs> Jenny from the Sorry, darkness just... is totally the name of my new band. <laughs> <laughs> and Jen is the lead singer. That's right. Oh, yeah. For now, just use your cell phone, if you have one, as a temporary flashlight until we can get the studio back and running. John, Dan Danny, and I are going to look for some flashlights. Stay calm and stay inside the studio area. Using her cell phone flashlight, Jenny looks to you. John, I'm going to need you to head down to the studio basement and find a way to the generator. That sounds really scary. Normally, the generator is supposed to kick on, but I guess it needs to be manually restarted. Danny and I are going to look for some flashlights. Only one of them is coming back. <laughs> um, so we can say, but what if I need help? Or we can say, I'll try. I feel like every time we say, but what if I need help, they send this to Devin, who just eats donuts. <laughs> I forgot about it. What him. a dick. What a dick. So I guess we'll just ignore the help. Yeah. Option. Yeah. All right. I'll try. Good. I'll see you when the power is on. Oh! From the, dark from the darkness, Jenny kisses you on the cheek. Oh, well, that's right, listeners. If, if, if you forgot, we also think we're going to get laid with Jenny, even though she's the killer. You suddenly feel the urge to get the power on quickly. the st uh, The studio lobby is completely filled with darkness. People are all crowded amongst one another, using their cell phones as flashlights. Using your cell phone, you notice a sign indicating basement right around the corner. So we we can talk to Devin. Or we can head downstairs into the basement. I, I almost feel like presenting us with the option to talk to Devin, even though he has been utterly useless so far, means that maybe he has something useful to say. I, at this point, I kind of doubt it. All right. Because I don't know how many times we've had that option, and every single time we're like, eh, maybe it'll work this time. And then he's just like filling his face with food and being like, well, I got nothing useful to say, but uh, you want some food? No, that's true. Although I do, I, I do agree that like probably at some point, it'll be like he has the answer, or he's like, "Oh, didn't you know it was Jenny all along? <laughs> I knew it. I was just too busy eating." <laughs> be some something like that. She was standing right by uh, the craft table when she shot them. And uh, I kind of doubt that being in darkness has stopped him from eating. Yeah, probably not. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? He's probably naked and eating now. Well, I'm glad it's dark then. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, that's fine. Skip it. You're probably right. All right. It's a useless piece of trash. Using your cell phone, you make your way into the corridor leading down into the studio basement. You approach the stairs frightfully, glancing at a large spider web with several large insects trapped within it. You come to the conclusion that not many have gone down here. You slowly put your foot on the first metal step. Many, many more to go. So we can play it safe and walk slowly, or better to run fast. I. 
<laughs> these are the choices. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run down the dark stairs. Yeah, these are the choices in an eight year old's mind. Like, <laughs> absolutely nothing is chasing me, and there's no particular reason for me to save the thirty seconds that I would save by running down the stairs. But I'm gonna anyway while I scream just because it's fun. Like what? <laughs> Let's play it safe and walk slowly. Unless somebody really wants to run on this, because I feel like that's going to kill us. We're going to fall and smack our face on the metal stairs. Yep. Is this going to turn into like a dungeon situation? I think it is. <laughs> slowly, you find yourself walking down the endless abyss of stairs with every walk waking step. The sounds of people from the studio lobby gets more and more faint until you hear nothing but the drips of broken pipes. Lower and lower, you descend down the metal stairs, watching your every step. As you walk down the metal stairs, you notice that one of the steps is missing. It's a good think you decided to take it slow, otherwise you would have probably fallen. Finally, after a few more steps, you get to the bottom of the basement. All around you is complete darkness. Not only can you see absolutely nothing, you can hear nothing as well. Taking your cell phone, you shine the darkness... Revealing a wooden door with a lock on it. <laughs> you quickly sign your phone on the lock and realize that it's a combination lock. Turning it around, you see writing scratched on the back. The code is within these walls. You put the lock down and shine the phone all around the sides of the door. All around you, there's marks on the walls of the enclosed space. So, we're definitely in a dungeon now. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> But we are we're we're used to it on this show anyway. <laughs> it's familiar dungeons. territory. What's that? Bad things happen in dungeons. Or good things. Or good things. We'll see. Depending on uh you know what you like. <laughs> I really hope that these little things are in fact hidden in our world sometimes. Like I really hope that sometimes someone does put a combination lock somewhere. And, like, hide the combo behind an elaborate puzzle. Like, just for fun. For for no reason other than kicks. I really hope these things exist. Well, one day if I ever buy a house with a basement, and I'll do that. Good. I'll, I'll, I'll write blood messages on the walls and put a padlock on something. <laughs> uh, okay, so our options... Uh, we can use the lock, which I don't know why we would yet. Uh, mm. We can look on the left wall, look on the ceiling, look on the floor, look on the right wall, or go back upstairs, which also we probably wouldn't do. I'm imagining this is another situation where we just end up doing all of them. Yeah, I think so. Um, do you guys just want to go through them all in order? Sure. Except for the lock, yeah. Right. Okay. You decide to look at the left wall. Inscribed in cracks, you see a hidden message. Blue is not first. It must be a clue to the combo lock. Um, okay. okay. So blue is not first. You shine your phone on the ceiling of the basement. On a top rafter, you see a paper with a typed message taped to the concrete. Yellow comes after red. That must be a clue for the combo lock. Wow. You shine your phone on the floor. Squinting your eyes, you see a pen mark. Orange comes before red. It looks like another clue to the combo lock. 
You shine your phone on the far right wall. You manage to find a scratched message. Green is not last. This must be a possible clue to the combination lock. Oh, dear. Well, looking at the options, because when you try to enter the code, it gives you a bunch of options. So if you use the clues off of that, you know blue's not going to be first, so that takes out one Uh, of the things. You know, orange has to be before red. You're not sure where exactly green is, but if you have to put orange, red, and yellow together like that, then the only option is green, orange, red, yellow, blue. Okay. Because other that's the only one that has orange, red, and yellow in the right order. In that order. Yeah. yeah. Also, the first clue said blue is not first? Yeah. Right. And then the last clue said green is not last? Right. right. Okay, so that also fits with this. Okay. So we skipped ahead slightly. Um, you decide to put your phone on your neck, shining the light on the combo lock. And I guess the colors that we'll punch in are green, orange, red, yellow, blue. The combination lock opens up, allowing you to gain passage into the basement. Also, Bam. I didn't know that they made combination locks that are color-coded. It's for people that but, can't deal with numbers. That sounds kind of amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you make your way into the vast room of darkness. As you continue your way across the room, you suddenly bump into a hard metal surface. The generator... Looking for some way to turn it on, you shine your cell phone all around the cylinder base. In the middle, you discover a lever. So let's pull the lever. Pull it. Ding! The generator makes a loud clang instantly. The darkness of the vast room is swept away by the relentless white bright light. As you make your way away from the generator and back to the stairs, you notice an opening a few feet away from the generator with a strange light shining out of it. You quickly make your way to the opening and walk inside. Is it like a doorway? Maybe, Maybe. it leads to like a ladder down into a utility area. Okay, I'm just kind of confused. Okay, I'll just keep reading. That's usually the answer. I seem to remember last time complaining about something realizing the next sentence was fixing that. You quickly make your way to the opening and walk inside. As you walk into the opening, you realize that it's just a prop room with old horror movie props. As you continue your way in, you see the shadow of a person talking to themselves. Angelina? Who was Angelina? Was she the lighting lady? I think so. I think. It's been a week. Uh, Let's see. No, the power's back on. That's impossible. Someone from upstairs must have gotten past... The loose stairs floorboard. It looks like I'm going to have to go for some extreme measures. She walks away, barely noticing you behind an Egyptian tomb. So you make wait. (laughs) She considers the loose stair floorboard the largest sort of obstacle to us getting here, not the combination lock. That's really funny. I didn't think of that. <laughs> I took out one of the stairs. That'll foil there. Right? That'll stop anybody. <laughs> uh, okay, so you make your way to where she was standing, a large desk filled with the studio blueprints. A quick of the prints reveals a large set of secret tunnels all in the studio basement. 
The culprit must have known about these tunnels and used them to get away after killing Darlene and Jim. Is Angelina the culprit? So our only option is better go tell Jenny. Jenny. Not so fast, you hear a familiar voice from behind you as you turn around. Unfortunately, before you can actually do anything, you are quickly knocked out. Was it a guy voice or a girl voice? We'll find out. Ooh. You wake up inside the horror prop room. As you look around, you realize that you've been strapped to a pendulum trap. Haha, did you seriously think that you would get away so easily? You quickly turn your head to see Angelina sitting by the desk. Well, so far it's not looking so good for our uh, our Jenny theory. Yeah, we not, might have missed all Nothing's that been confirmed yet. Also, props to this movie studio for having an actual working scary-ass death pendulum in their prop room. So saying props to them, is that a, is that a pun? Yes, it is a pun. <laughs> and it was intended. Okay, so Angelina is sitting by the desk. We can say, what's going on here? We can say, you killed Darlene and Jim. We can say, how did you do it? Or, you don't have to do this. You guys can argue me on this, but these sound like they go, they kind of follow a sequence. Okay. Well, in the next, okay, so we're going to ask what's going on here. Well, in the next few minutes, a large pendulum is going to come down from the ceiling and chop your body to pieces. Someone doesn't know their movie horror traps, Angelina jokes. Okay. That is not a joke, Angelina. You are just being a bitch. <laughs> yeah. So, you killed Darlene and Jim. Of course I, I did. Darlene you didn't need to do this Sorry. in an evil witch voice. I don't have the energy to do it. Aww. So, if you guys want to contribute at any point, feel free. <laughs> um, okay. Of course I did. <laughs> Darlene didn't deserve him. Jim and I had everything. We were the perfect couple, the two of us. We did everything together. I fell in love with him. But then Jim started to change. He began to work longer shifts. We never used to do the same things anymore. That was around the same time that I followed him home from work. He didn't go home. He went to Darlene's house. <laughs> I was heartbroken and I wanted revenge. So using this studio, Studio 5, as my playground, I set up the perfect murder. And I was successful. <laughs> if there was a witch Muppet character, it would have that exact voice. <laughs> That was glorious, thank you. You're welcome. I really hope that she went home and like started working on a screenplay feverishly and put it through an agent and put it into production and pulled strings. To get so much work. Right? Oh, you think the screenplay was hers too? Yeah, I hope so. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that her plan was that insane. I'm liking that one more than the, the Jenny theory right now. Well, the next question is, how did you do it? But I feel like she just answered that. <laughs> but we'll see. Eric, do you want to oh. uh, bless us with your voice? 
Sure. Well, first I turned off the power in the basement during the scene when Darlene screamed. After turning off the power, I quickly made my way to the studio set, did the deed, and then made my way back here to turn the power on again. It was flawless, don't you think? (laughs) Was it flawless? Since we figured it out? Well, I don't know if we figured it out as much as she just told us. So maybe it was flawless. Because yeah. I mean, we were we were gonna convict Jenny this whole time. It's true. Well, you were. I was just gonna sleep with her. <laughs> <laughs> you sleep with Jenny every night. This is true. Mind blown. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's pretty clear that um, Angelina is responsible now, and that we were incorrect in our uh, our Jenny theory. Mm-hmm. Which makes me a little sad. So let's let's finish on you don't have to do this. I'm sorry, John, but you know way too much about this murder. You should have just waited for the storm to let up like everyone else. Enough talk. I have a studio to escape and a death trap to set. Goodbye, John. <laughs> Angelina lets out an evil laugh and leaves you to your doom. Doom. And our only choice is no. You look around the trap and notice that your arms and legs are all strapped to the machine. Swinging very quickly, the pendulum makes its way slowly to your body. Quickly, you try to get your hands free from the ropes that you are strapped to. Ah, you manage to get one hand unstrapped. All around you, you notice a series of mystery cube cube boxes that were used during a game show prize segment of a film. You only have enough time to open one box. Why is opening that going to fix anything? God damn it. Okay, which box do you open? Maybe one can of open... them contains a set of like new knives for the kitchen. Chop, chop, chop. Uh, may- maybe, yeah. We can open the blue box, the red box, or the green box. Okay, have we been given any clues at all that might let us know which box is which? None. Unless we think about the color coding with the the combination lock. Eh. So, I don't know if there's any connection, because they did say that blue was not first. Right. I mean, green was first. First? Green was first. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good point. Well, green is the color of money, and it tells you to go. Red can mean danger <sighs> or bad uh, or stop. Or or romance or, or making love. Or blood. And blue... Well, blue is depression. I think we'll die if we pick blue. I'm aiming towards green because I'm hoping that there's some kind of connection with the last thing. Fine with me. Not even for like a reason that makes sense, just because the author decided to do it that way. (laughs) You decide to open the green box to discover nothing. To your dismay, you realize that you are doomed. Let's try again, shall we? 
Okay. So luckily it didn't kill us instantly. So not I thought we only had nice. enough time to open one box. The author doesn't <laughs> want us to die. It does say that. Right. I, I guess rather than complaining, I should thank him for the mercy. Yeah. Yeah. Which kind of sucks because I like it when we die. It's fun. That's the point. That's why we're doing this, isn't it? To see how fast we die? Pretty much. <laughs> Should we try the red? Uh, blue is not first, as stated earlier in the story. So let's go with red. <laughs> you open the red box to discover a knife. Hey, you are right. Quickly, you begin to cut all the straps restraining your body from the trap. Yay. In seconds, you make your way out of the trap and back onto the ground. Around the horror prop room, you see the desk that contains the studio blueprints as well as a passage in the wall. So we can view the studio blueprints, we can check the door, or we can head to the secret passage. Let's check those blueprints, see where the secret passage goes. Yeah. You head over to the blueprints. Upon further investigation, you realize that going back to the studio involves taking a left turn first, then a right turn, and finally going straight. Well, good thing we looked. That's easy to remember. Left, right, straight. Yes. <laughs> so let's also check the door. Which door are we checking? I think behind us, the door we came in. Mm. Okay, let's check it. You head over to the door that you had originally came in from. To your dismay, it's locked. Of course it is. Well, now we know. So now we can head into the secret passage. Yes. You quickly make your way into the passage. The dark and murky walls have an eerie, moldy smell to them, making you sick. Yum. As you continue your way into the (laughs) passage, you come across a tunnel. Wait, no. Excuse me. You come across a cross tunnel. Left and right. Which way should you go? So it sounded like left was the proper answer to that. Mm -hmm. You make a left in the tunnel. As you continue your way into the tunnel, you begin to hear footsteps. Could it be Angelina? You hasten your pace only to come to another crossroads, left and right. Which way do you choose? Right. Right. You decide to make a right into the tunnel. The footsteps are increasingly louder as you find yourself jogging to the finish as you head towards the end of the tunnel you find yourself at a fork right left and straight which way do you go straight straight you decide to head straight quickly you jog your way across the tunnel to a ladder you climb up the ladder and open the porthole to find yourself in the studio acting room so it looks like you got past my trap angelina (laughs) claims as she walks over from the set, in her arms is Jenny holding a pistol to her head. Please, John, don't let her do this, Jenny cries in pain. Wait, what? In her arms is Jenny holding a pistol to her head. That means that Jenny's holding the pistol, right? Wait, that's, I thought so. That's definitely the way it reads. <laughs> Wait, okay, so I think... Angelina is holding Jenny in her arms and she has and and Angelina has a gun as a pistol to Jenny's head. I think so. It seems like that's what's going on. Although I was really happy for a second 
thinking that Jenny was behind That Jenny everything. was a badass. Yeah. But I we'll don't see. think so. I think Jenny is the damsel in distress. But think about it though. We're gonna save her, right? Probably And then we're gonna get laid. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and then we won't have to feel guilty about being laid with someone who is a murderer. Yeah. Are we supposed like, to feel guilty about that? I, I don't know. It's up to you. But at least in, in this case, it'll be rescue lovemaking, which is possibly the best kind. So, shut up, Angelina exclaims to her. So, John, you either open the garage and let me go, or the girl dies. No, Jenny exclaims. Before giving up and heading to the garage, you notice Devin... God damn it, really? He's going to save the day somehow. <laughs> no. You notice Devin, we knew it. We called it. We totally called it. You notice Devin walking into the studio acting area too far away to heaven being heard by Angelina. Discovering the situation, he silently walks over to her, motioning for you to stall. Um. Okay, so he realizes what's going on, but she doesn't hear him. Okay. So we can say... Angelina, can't we work this out? Or we can say, Jim never liked you. We gotta push her buttons. <laughs> Definitely the Jim never liked you. Because I want to hear her rant. <laughs> <laughs> I hope your voice is ready, Eric. Oh, right. I just realized that I'm gonna have to do this. Shit. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, you are. But uh, I've been giving you some freebies, though. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, I think we should give Angelina the truth. Jim never liked her so that she can deal with the rejection and move on. Okay. What do you mean he never liked me? He always liked me. We were the perfect couple. <laughs> All right. She goes on. In the meantime, Devin sneaks behind her, grabbing an ashtray and knocking her over the head. The ashtray smashes into pieces Angelina's eyes widen at the pain and she falls to the floor unconscious. Gotcha, Devin exclaims. John, Jenny exclaims as well as she runs runs to you to give you a hug. <laughs> awesome. Cut. Smith shouts from the director's chair as he walks onto the set. Now what, Devin asks as he pulls out a piece of gum from his pocket. Several lights. God damn it, I'm... I'm really hoping this isn't going where I was thinking. Where I think oh, it's going. No. Several lights come on around the passage entrance. Camera. I don't want to read it. No. I don't want the this ending. Men appear from several corners of the room. What's going on here? You ask Smith in confusion and surprise. John, you did simply amazing. Perhaps better than Jim and Darlene. You don't mean. You tell him as he pats you on the back. I do, John. This. <laughs> I don't want to. What? This, this was all a setup. Angelina didn't kill anyone. The Darlene and Jim corpses on the set are just stunt doubles hired to look dead. It's a good job. I want to do that. Get hired to look dead. You look Jenny. You look Jenny and Devin, who both shrug their shoulders. Sorry, John. Jenny says to you in her most sincere voice. I'm actually an actress hired by Smith. So is Devin. We were leading you on the whole time. So we're not getting laid? <laughs> uh, I'm not going to call it yet, but it's not looking too good. 
what about the experts? Did they know? You ask the group. Jenny turns to you and puts her hand on your shoulder. Yeah, everyone knew. All the evidence was planned out and placed in the rooms. You looked at them disgustingly. I thought a murder happened here. What about the police? No one called the police, Devin tells you. Uh, that ashtray hurt Angelina gets up and shoots Devin a menacing look. No, this can't be happening, you look at the group in the room. We're sorry, John, Smith tells you. On the bright side, this movie is going to be amazing at the box office. I can see the reviews now. Film producer thinks he's solving a murder when he's really just being played. That's not funny, Jenny tells Smith. What about the storm, you ask? What storm, Jenny looks at you weirdly. Oh, you mean the hurricane. That was fake. Remember on the way here, you passed the fake outside set? The memory of you passing the fake hotel set becomes apparent. Okay. That was just special effects, John. I think I'm going to be sick, you tell the group. Angelina was going to kill me. No, she wasn't, John. Even the horror room traps were fake. The blade was made of rubber. Angelina walks up to you. John, I'm sorry for what we did, but you have to admit, it was quite an adventure. The group looks at you for your response. And our only response is, it was quite the thrill. As will burning this entire studio down be. Burn it down. Where if I'm not getting laid, no one's getting laid. That's fair. (laughs) (laughs) If mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. I'm not getting paid enough for this, you tell Smith coldly. That's the spirit, Smith tells you. You're getting a raise, John. The group leaves the passage and heads upstairs to the studio lobby. Everyone greets you and starts clapping. You see Darlene and Jim alive and clapping for you as well. I'm sorry, John, Darlene tells you as she gives you a hug. I wanted to come out and tell you that I was okay, but you were doing so well. I still think I would have been better for the role, Jim tells you and cracks a smile. As everyone leaves the studio for the night, Jenny catches up to you. Here we go. Hey, John, how about we get some coffee sometime? (laughs) Is this real? Am I part of your movie still, you ask her? Why don't you find out for yourself? Ooh. <gasps> We're getting laid. <laughs> five months later, Studio 5 gets released to theaters. The movie turns out to be a box office hit. You instantly become the face of Hollywood for several weeks. Major talk shows ask for you to be interviewed. Reporters want quotes for their magazines. And famous directors want you for their films. You and Jenny are also happily together. Who knows? You might propose soon. <laughs> Oh. After five weeks. Five months. Five months. Still oh, five fast. months. Excuse me. But still. I still think that's well, fast. It's not as fast, but it's still fast. All right. So that's the end of the game. Hooray. Well, we were wrong about Jenny, but right about getting what? I am disappointed. I don't like getting fooled. <laughs> you like getting laid. <laughs> Although I guess it sounds like it looks the, like we got laid. Seems like we pretty much got laid. That's that's good. Unless she's playing the long con. <laughs> mm. Twenty years down the road, you have three kids. 
They've all grown up. The oldest is graduating college soon. Cameramen jump out of your house with long beards and dirty hair. They've been feeding on tubes for years and years. Exactly. (laughs) Studio 5-2. Studio (laughs) 6. Well, as one of the comments on this story says, quote, and the plot twist is what made me go wow, unquote. Um. <laughs> um. So once again, that was Studio 5, a mystery slash puzzle by AppDude27 on ChooseYourStory.com. Um, normally I say, play the story yourself and see what endings you get, but I feel like this is pretty much the only ending that you get from this. We didn't, we didn't die, though. I will say, in the entire two episodes of the story, said we never died once. Yeah. One thing we will note, um, AppDude27 is uh, is actually a fan of the show, and he suggested that we do uh, one of his stories, so he chose this one. Uh, he also suggested My Vacation, which is highly rated on, on uh, ChooseYourStory.com. So if you guys want to play another story by the same author... Um, you could do that one, and it sounds like um, it's more of like a sandbox type story, if we understand correctly. Since I've been talking a lot, um, Eric, why don't you tell our listeners about our upcoming book? So, uh, Peter, me, Ryan from Overmental, who did we finally have him guest on this show at some point? Um, he is not, but he's on, he's one of the main hosts of the Super Circuit Cast podcast. It's on the same, uh, network as us. Okay. And also, um, Andrew, who has guested on this show mm-hmm. twice, I think, um, have put together our own, ch- our own choose your own path stories. And we will be <laughs> nice, um, avoidance of choose your own adventure. Thank you. Thank you. The famous copyrighted phrase. Yes. Yes. Um, put together some stories for a book um, of six stories total. And that will be out in probably what, a week or two, I guess. Yeah, it sounds like it. Um, we're pretty close to releasing it. We're still doing some uh, pre-release finalizing stuff. But um, uh, the book should be coming out soon. So... Definitely stay tuned for that. And uh, if you follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash G-Y-O-W podcast, um, we will definitely be plugging the hell out of that book on there. So if you want to keep up with um, when that comes out, and we may even have some discounts on it um, and whatnot, um, you can follow us on Facebook there, and uh, we will let you know what's going on with that. And you can also follow us on Twitter at GoYourOwnWayPod. Oh yeah, that's a that's our brand new thing, and you're heading that up. I am. I'm, I'm heading it up. Hooray! It's the truth. So, tweet us your twits on Twitter, and we will we will say things back. It's true. <laughs> it's all true. Uh, but if if if, if you, um, <laughs> so like we said, um, the story that we've done for the last two episodes is one been one that was um, written and suggested by one of the fans of the show. So if you're a fan of the show and you wrote a story 
or if you just have a favorite story um, that we can play through, definitely let us know on either Facebook or Twitter now. You have both options. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. Next week, we will have a brand new story. Until then, stay cool, listeners. And we will go back into non-existence until next week. Back to the void! For more original podcasts, videos, and pop culture news, visit Overmental.com. Thanks for listening.